And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy Thursday. Hope everybody's having a good day. I know Lightning fans, you Lightning fans, are having a good day because the Lightning, as you already know, uh, opened up the season on a very high note. Very high note. Uh, a lot of good things that happened in this game. Um, you know, there there are, the, even though, yes, the score dictated dominance, um, we also have to remember a couple of things, and we'll get into those things in just a little moment. But first, just a little reminder that you know you could go ahead and follow this podcast on any any platform where podcasts are available, uh, wherever uh, or however you get your podcast. Go on there, follow us, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you are aware as soon as the episode drops, the newest episode drops. Uh, and of course, download it once you get it. Really helps us a lot. Uh, doing, continuing doing what we love doing here, and that's talking about lightning hockey, as well as give us a like on, I mean, a, f- a follow on Twitter at lo underscore lightning, as well as give us a follow on Instagram at uh, locked on underscore lightning, and of course, give me a follow at ap danker d e n k e r. All right, so. Let's get into it. So, as we all know by now, the Lightning, uh, for lack of a better word, dominated last night. Uh, you know, they they were up three nothing by the first intermission, and it looked like against a very undermatched Blackhawks team that they they was no chance of them slowing down, or or anything like that. So why don't we just get into it real quick? So. Uh, first impressions. Um, this team looks good. I I think that there are things that could be improved, and I think that a lot of Lightning fans who are overly excited and pumped up, yes, you should be excited. I mean, it was a great night. The Lightning semi raised the banner, if you want to give it that. Uh, we had Mrs. Sonia singing the national anthem again. Uh, Rick Peckham was in the house. I mean, it was everything Lightning fans could have hoped for. In a home opener, except for the fact that they weren't there in person, but you know the Lightning did—they uh, did hang the banner. I guess you know they're gonna have it in that area of the arena um, until the fans are gonna be in the stands. Uh, you know the Lightning are allowed to have fans in the Amali, but uh, it, it seems like uh, they're not comfortable enough, which is fine with having fans there with the spikes. Here and there throughout the Tampa area. So let's get into the first goal of the game. Uh, the Lightning wasted no time here, even though it was uh, later on in the later on in the period. But you know, first power play of the season. Uh, the Lightning looked like they were in playoff mode. Um, you know, and when, and when I say that, I mean that it looks like they just picked off, picked up from where they were in the playoffs. And we didn't see that a lot in this game, other than on the on the times in which they did score goals um 
you know, right here, the, the, you know, they swing the puck out to Hedman at the point. Hedman takes a shot all by himself, which is very odd that considering the demon were trailing on a lot of the rushes uh, that we saw, uh, we saw that a lot during the playoffs. And it was a huge part of why the lightning were so successful and why their, their scoring was so solid throughout that playoff run. Uh, and, and, and I was really waiting for the Blackhawks to make an adjustment, and they just never did, which was just very odd. Um, and, and I know they're not a good team right now. I mean, they do. When I spoke with Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks, I, I genuinely thought that this team, this Blackhawks team, was going to be putting up more of a fight. I really did. I mean, yes, they have Jonathan Taves out of the lineup for the foreseeable future. Corey Crawford and Robin Leonard are no longer with this team. Um, Kirby Doc is out for four to six months. He'll be back sooner than that. Um, and, you know, they do have a goalie who is looking to, I guess, solidify himself as a, as a starter in the league, and that's Malcolm Subban, who high draft pick, uh, just has, nev- has not really been able to put it together throughout his his career consistently. I mean, he's shown moments. He showed moments in this game. Uh, you know, a, a save that he had later on in in the game in which he already the early candidate for save of the year. But uh, stereotypical play, a goal that we have seen countless times throughout the playoffs uh, here where in which Palat's right in front of the net. Uh, he gets the, He gets the rebound and jams it right home. Uh, to give the Lightning a fir- uh, their first goal of the 2021 season. And w- this was the thing that was frustrating all last year if Lightning fans want to take a journey back during the early times of the regular season as well as, you know, more towards the, the long days of February and early March before the postponement was that the Lightning were not capitalizing on power plays. And they did a very very good job of not only capitalizing but even on the on the power plays in which they weren't successful they were still very active and that's all you could really ask for because what what have we said countless times on the show what what is the one thing that I've preached throughout the season and the playoffs take the shots create traffic pepper the goalie throw some pucks on that and you're going to get you're going to score goals Good quality shots. You know, if we're taking shot, if they're going to take shots through traffic, they're not going to get through. Yes, that's that's not going to help anybody's cause. But the the Lightning did a a fantastic job, and and I have you know, if you've been a long time listener of the show, you know, I I am at some points very critical, probably one of the most biggest critics of this team throughout certain points of the season. But really, you know, other than for some just sluggish play here and there throughout the game. As a whole, the Lightning played very well. Um, you know, we saw some some players contributing in this game that we we are not used to. Uh, Matthew Joseph, who picked up the next goal um, at sixteen eighteen into the first, uh, th- which made it which made it two nothing at that point. And Matthew Joseph is a guy that I really want to see succeed succeed on this team this year. Uh, I think he's a very talented player. I think he's going to add. Uh, a good amount of depth to this team going forward if he just plays consistently and he's healthy. Um, 
and it, and it's good to see a player like that get off to a good start, especially in the first game of the season. Uh, with this goal, uh, it really wasn't so much him, uh, so much what he did. It was just more so of just uh, unfortunateness uh, that happened to Malcolm Subban. Uh, Malcolm Subban, you know, he it, it's kind of the same goal that we saw uh, occur at the end of the game with Vasilevsky uh, that unfortunately stopped the, the shutout from, you know, happening and all that. The, the Dylan Strom goal. So, yeah, uh, loose puck. Subin can't find it. Um, and he's shuffling across the crease. I guess he, he figured it was on the other side of the ice at that point and just kicks it in himself. Uh, obviously, the last guy to touch it is Matthew Joseph. So he gets his first goal of the season. Obviously not the way he probably would have envisioned it, but you know what? A goal is a goal, and and I'm sure you know he's happy regardless of uh, the outcome uh, with his stat line. So uh, we'll talk about more about the game in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about today's sponsor, and one of those sponsors is BetOnline.ag. NHL season is here, everybody. I've been telling you. I've been telling you. Best way to put some extra money on these games, and the best way to you know, especially those non-lightning games, the best way to get in on the action and, and to have those games mean even more, especially when they're not in the same division as the lightning, is throw some money on them. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we here at the Locked On Podcast Network trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Like I told you, come on, they have great odds you know, put throw your money on on Stamkos for the Rashad. Throw your money on Stamkos for the for the Ross. Throw your money on Vasilevsky, especially for the Vezina Trophy, because uh, he's definitely going to win it this year. I I would be shocked uh, and appalled if he does not win this year. And what better way to do that than go to our our exclusive betting partner, Bet Online? And don't forget, don't forget to go to their social media page at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. All right, picking it up where we just left off. All right, so, you know, the Lightning are up 2-0 at this point. They're they're pretty much in control of this game as they were for the rest of the for the game uh, they're on. And one of the more interesting ga- uh, goals that I've seen in a while uh, whether it was been a lightning player, well, well, in a game that the lightning were involved in. So at 17:57 in the first period, uh, Anthony Sorelli tips one home off a off a pretty a, a wild shot, if you want to call it that, from Eric Chernak uh, from the from the circle along the boards. So Chernak picks up the puck from along the boards and just whips it, throws it towards the net. And what have I always said? I preached it before, and I'm going to preach this every time. We have a game recap, and that is you throw the puck towards the net, things will happen for you, as long as they're good quality shots. And this was, I wouldn't say exactly a good quality shot, but still, you know, uh, Sorelli was in a was in a good position. And the thing, I, I was surprised it went in, and I think even Malcolm Subban, who was having pretty much a, a, a first period to forget uh, at this point, uh, did not expect it to go. I don't think anybody expected it to go in at this point. So uh, Sorelli from a very sharp angle uh, deflects it home past Subban, making it 3 nothing, uh, going into the first intermission. And I think that all Lightning fans could agree at this point that 
this was the best way to start the season, um, regardless of who they were playing. Now, like I said at the top of the show, yeah, the Blackhawks are probably not going to be as competitive as maybe you would expect from this team in years past, especially with a lot of players being out, uh, Taves with the, with the illness, which we still have no idea what's going on. Kirby Doc, like I said, and um, yeah, other players that are just haven't come along yet. Uh, really, you know, going forward, uh, I think that really Lightning fans, the players from this Blackhawks team, that if we really want to call them as posing a threat, uh, would probably be uh, one of the 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 front runners for last year's Calder Trophy, Dominic Kublik. Uh, I think Alex Zabrinyak. Uh, is a very skilled player. I think it's just a matter of him and Kane getting on the same page. Uh, Patrick Kane as well. Uh, Kane didn't look like himself in this game. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm not here to say that Patrick Kane has lost his touch by any means. Uh, Patrick Kane is still top ten, top ten player in this league. Uh, he's definitely gonna put up at least 20-25 goals a season, uh, if not more, considering the amount of uh, out, uh, scoring output that he is going to have to do to support his team. And and then I guess, you know, I, I would have to say maybe Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom is a very talented player. Uh, he had a goal in this game, of course. Uh, it was off a, a wacky bounce that, that got, back, got by Vasilevsky. But we'll talk about it later on. And then as for this defense, I mean, Duncan Keith, he's kind of at the end of his career here now. As well as, you know, I, I think that the one player we could kind of look at to, just from a hockey perspective, not as from someone from someone who's a fan of this team, uh, who's going to have to, you know, face these guys multiple times throughout the season. But uh, Adam Boyquist, I, I think that he is a very interesting player to watch. And, you know, if you listen to my conversation with Jack Bushman of Locked on Blackhawks, the expectations are super high for this kid. Now, I'm not saying like Cal McCarr, Quinn Hughes high, but high nonetheless of a kid who was drafted top 10. Um, so, and he didn't really have a good game. There was a lot of times within this game where he just looked outmatched, uh, just looked like he was skating on his heels at certain points on the back check and, and just looked, you know, just out skilled. And that's going to be interesting to see going forward, especially on Friday, tomorrow's game if the Lightning are going to try and go his side more on his side of the ice to see if they could maybe take advantage of po that possible mismatch, depending on who's on that side of the ice when Boyquist is, is there. All right, so moving on to the second period, um, you know, a lot of question marks coming into this game, as well as this season, and we've spoken about it uh, in full length, was Steven Stamkos. How is he going to perform throughout the season? And I think he silenced all the critics. Uh, yes, I have been a critic of his. I, I, I wouldn't say like a hardcore critic, but there has been moments in which I have more so questioned uh, Coach Cooper or maybe even management itself as to when, you know, how much of a rope are they going to give Stammer? And what I mean by that is he could only play a certain amount of games. You know, we saw it in, in the playoffs in, in which I, I spoke about it a lot is that sort of the case to be made for load management. Are we going to see that this year? And Stamkos looked like vintage Stamkos in this game. This was probably 
the most electric I have seen him on the ice in a very long time. You know, I'll be honest with you. Uh, there was certain times during this game, especially the early couple of first minutes, first lines, uh, shifts in which uh, Stamkos played on, and I was nervous just because the past year has just taken such a toll on his body. Uh, even getting hurt in training camp when they were going back to the playoffs, uh, when they were starting up the playoffs. Um, you know, it's we haven't heard a lot about how good his health is but I know he's been working hard I hear I've been hearing things that he, he's worked a ton on his body this past offseason to really get it to where uh, he's going to be able to play in this kind of schedule consistently and be effective and we saw it on this play right here uh, great pass from Braden Point stamp setting stamp coast up uh, in the circle left circle and he just lasers one past Malcolm Subban. It was no chance of there's probably maybe three goalies in the league that maybe could make this make this save on this shot and one of them plays for the lightning. Uh so, you know, and, and we and that was a good thing that I, I really liked was that they were giving Stamkos a ton of chances to whip one from the circle. And they're definitely gonna have to heavily rely on that play probably for the rest of the season. Uh, and, and it seems like last night we got some good news, though, that it looks like Kucherov is going to be back at least for the playoffs, um, you know, if he comes back sooner. Really, I mean, if I were the Lightning, if I was Coach Cooper, and I, I think this is probably the general consensus right now, is that if Kucherov is available before the playoffs uh, and the Lightning have the division secured, don't play him. And we'll get into all that talk later on when it, it really is relevant. Uh, relevant, but there there would be no reason to. And I think we had the same conversation last season with Stammer uh, going into the playoffs. So I mean, then again, it was a different situation. I mean, he the last game, the next game they were going to play was the playoffs. So it's, that's a whole different situation. But not nah, really loved seeing how Stamkos moved around the ice, how the way he was taking shots, how he was passing. Uh, to his teammates, setting up his teammates. He had uh, three points in this game, two of them assists. Hey, you know what? If, if we could get that kind of night out of Stamkos, whether it's three assists or two assists here and there, or, and, and obviously, you know, with the goals, uh, I I see no reason as to why the, the Lightning can't uh, take first in this division. All right, so moving on to the third period. So really after that, the, the Lightning were kind of, you know, this was just really more so running out the clock. Um, you know, and I figured, you know, at that point, four nothing that maybe the Lightning were going to take their foot off the pedal just a little bit. But I think the energy, the juice was up in the building, regardless of there no being no fans. You know, it's banner night. Um, the guys, regardless of there being no fans, they were still pumped up to see the banner and to see have that whole little celebration going on. So moving on to the third period, we finally get to see another Lightning player uh, on the on the board, and that is. That is Braden Point. Uh, and, and the interesting thing about this, and, and this kind of ties in with what I just stated about Stamkos, is that uh, St Stamkos was in such top shape last night that he was able to get the puck at the point and just skate around towards the, the right circle, which it, it seemed like a lot of the, the Blackhawks gravitated towards Stamkos, which basically 
allowed Braden Point to just kind of slip into the low slot, setting him up for the one-timer right in front for an easy one-timer. From that close, I I mean, I think that's a goal. I think we could all agree that's probably a goal nine and a half times out of ten. With Braden Point, that's ten times out of ten. I I mean, just if – if Steven Stam goes, and I know this is a Braden Point goal, but if Stammer could have this effect, pass the way he did in this game, score the way he did in this game, have just draw the defense towards him and set up his teammates for prime scoring chances as what we just saw at this time in the game at 645 in the third, this this team is going to be in great shape. You know, I do see some Lightning fans online, and this was prior to the game. Uh, Lightning fans online, most notably Twitter, yes, they were excited about, you know, the banner being raised and hockey season starting to begin up and all that. But there there are some concerns out there, obviously, with this team. Yes, Kucherov plays a huge, huge part in the scoring output for this team. But you got to remember, you got Steven Stamkos. He's, he's two-time scoring champion. You, you got... Braden Point, who is going to be one of the biggest superstars in the league, uh, if he if he could play very well this year, if he could replicate the performance that he had in the playoffs last season, or at least build upon that in this season, the twenty twenty one season, uh, Braden Point is going to be a top ten player. Absolutely, uh, I, I I agree with the broadcast what they said a hundred and ten percent. They said, uh, I believe it was Keith Jones, if I'm not if I'm not uh, mistaken, said that Braden Point is one of the most underrated players uh, in the National Hockey League. Which I, I mean, regardless, Lightning fan or not, I think we could all agree that that is 100% true. All right, so then moving on to the last goal of the game uh, at 16:36 in the third period, uh, just a weird moment here in the game. Uh, Blackhawks are on the power play. And Shaw just whips the puck around the boards, and Strom's right there. He's on a net. He's on a battle along the boards. I believe Hedman's there, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It, uh, but anyway, that's neither. That's not the point. Uh, puck deflects off them while they're trying to get pos- bat while they're battling for possession. Uh, Vasilevsky doesn't see it. Uh, kind of like I said, similar to what happened with the Matthew Joseph goal. And uh, he kicks it in, and that's the first goal of the game for the Blackhawks. And, yes, it's unfortunate to to, to not have the shutout for Vasilevsky on opening night. But I, I think we could all agree that Vasilevsky wasn't really challenged in this game. Yes, there was a couple of moments where he had to make some pretty difficult saves, but it wasn't – this wasn't like what we've seen in, in – the playoffs or last year in which he really had to, to win the game for these team for this team at certain points. I mean, he, he saved 22 of 23 shots, uh, which is, yes, I, I consider 23 shots is on a scale of one to 10 of challenging one being easy, light work where 10 is you're standing on your head 23 shots, especially against a team like the Chicago Blackhawks and what kind of level of talent they displayed uh, to start the season last night. I would have to say maybe five, four, maybe some Lightning fans view on Twitter would probably say uh, maybe a two or a three, maybe a one. Um, 
no, but I, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we're not going to lose sleep or cry over it. Overall, a great game from from the Lightning. Um, really, it was just them having their way with with a very depleted team, a team that is still trying to find their identities. Uh, you know, very early on in a season where you need to come in on day one, being able to play your best hockey, or you're not going to finish in that top four spot for you know a chance to play in the playoffs. So, uh, you know. Am, am I expecting this from the Blackhawks all season? No. I, I think eventually with the amount of times that these two teams are going to play, the Blackhawks are going to f- figure out ways to beat the Lightning, whether it's uh, making the Lightning take too many penalties, which we've seen teams do uh, tons of times in in last year. Uh, the Lightning did draw, uh, I mean, did take three penalties yesterday. One of them was, of course, the Strom one. But the Lightning did a very good job of clogging up the zone, not letting the Blackhawks really set up anything to get anything going. Um, it seemed like any time the Blackhawks were starting a rush or trying to get anything going on the rush or even in the neutral zone, the Lightning did a fantastic job of, of really stalling that momentum or any momentum that this team was trying to to gather or start uh, at that point in the game. So... Uh, really, you know, stick taps all around the board for every player on this team. Uh, I'm really excited to see how Matthew Joseph and Alexander Volkov really play and how they develop throughout the season. Uh, I I loved what Alexander Volkov was doing off off the puck, uh, how he was moving around the ice, how he was positioning positioning himself. That was the thing that really stuck out to me. Mitchell Stevens. I mean, if you've listened to this show before. You know how much of a, a big Mitchell Stevens guy I am. I really love how he plays the game. He's another one whose individual success is going to be very crucial to this team's overall success uh, going forward in the season. And I, I can't. I, I'm really excited to see how he plays with with Volkov and Maroon on that fourth line because we all know that John Cooper likes to heavily rely at certain points uh, on this on his fourth line uh, to really maybe get things going or maybe stop the fire at certain points during the game. Uh, and then just my closing thoughts with all of that is really the face-off percentage was great, can be better. Uh, I really want to see Anthony Sorelli uh, really take his, his face-offs up to another level. Let's bump that number up uh, a little higher this year than what we saw last year. Um, but, you know, he was 50% in this game. Can't fault on him. I mean, it's game one. I mean, regardless of if you're – you're happy or upset of how a certain player played. It's the first game of the season, but the good thing that really benefits the Lightning as well as a guy like Andre Vasilevsky and that is that these guys tend to benefit with more games and less, less you know, days between games. Um, and they're not going to be really doing a lot of practice. So really any things that they're going to have to work out any kinks in their in their in their game, they're really gonna have to work that out during the games in in big game situations. Uh, make no mistake about it. Yes, uh, you know some of these teams in this league that the Lightning are gonna play this year are not exactly gonna pop out at you uh, when looking at the schedule. But this is a 56 game season. This is a sprint. Uh, if the Lightning get off to a good start, which I mean, game one they did a very good job of doing that. Uh, if they could carry that over and improve, improve 
upon it, which we've seen them do countless times, which I am faithful in the, the amount of talent and depth that they have on this team that they could do that. Uh, they're they're going to be in a good spot come the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they have a game on Friday. They're going to play playing the Blackhawks again. Uh, they were going to play Dallas on Sunday, but it looks like that game is postponed until further notice because of all the COVID issues that Dallas is is facing right now at this moment. Uh, but they do play Dallas on Tuesday, and then they're going to be in Columbus on next Thursday and Saturday. Uh, for I, I like the way this schedule is. I, I, I know that this is under special circumstances and all that, but at the end of the day, I, I really wish that the NHL maybe could adopt something like this to a certain extent. But um, you know what? We can't have everything we like. But that is what it is. Uh, so let's talk about one of our other sponsors of today's show, and that is rockauto.com. Now, if you've been a frequent listener to the show, you know all about rockauto.com. For those of you who have, are just maybe new to the show or maybe just joining us for the first time, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com. All right, to close out the show, um, you know, like basically what I was saying throughout the entire show was, or episode, was, you know, the Lightning played well. I I thought they played very well, but I don't think the Chicago Blackhawks are a good enough team to where we can maybe at this point in the season consider them a test. I think that really the first test of the season will be uh, next week against Columbus, you know, I, I think, you know, I've stayed on past episodes, and I think, yes, Dallas is a decently talented team. Do I think they are as good right now as they were when Tampa last played them? No. I, I think that a large part of that was contributed to the fact that they were just on a playoff roll as what we saw with the New York Islanders. Um so, you know, I think that maybe when we get to the midpoint of the season, we could kind of look back at some of these games and think, okay, maybe this team wasn't really where they were right now. And look how far they've come and what have the Lightning done to maybe uh, really adapt to that play and, and that level of talent and so on and so forth. So we'll be back tomorrow to preview tomorrow's uh, tomorrow night's game. So, of course, as always, we ask you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are available. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter being LO underscore lightning, as well as Instagram at Lockdown underscore lightning. So that's been it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.